When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Daily Score. I am Mark Grody. We are coming at you from Palace Hall today, and this specifically the room that I'm in right now is the NFL Network room, which is usually occupied by Stacey Dales of the NFL Network. But we've got a little co-op deal that uh, we've worked out. Stacey Dales is the goods. Let's get right into it. Some interesting things to talk about from the Bears, including Jalen Johnson and the latest on a potential contract extension. Richard Hightower, the Bears special teams coach, talking about DJ Moore as a potential punt returner, and Valus Jones Jr. as well. We'll get into that in a second. But with Tevin Jenkins out and injured reportedly with a leg injury, that according to uh, Brad Biggs was the first one to report that, um, what we saw in practice today, and today being Monday, was Lucas Patrick returning from injury and playing center again, Cody Whitehair goes from center to the left guard spot, which had been occupied, obviously, by Tevin Jenkins. And we did see Nate Davis in practice, and he was at the spot that he was projected to be at, which is right guard. Now, this was a slow motion practice today. No pads, looked like a walkthrough practice. So there was no contact, nothing like that. So Nothing high speed whatsoever, but that's that's the look that they showed us today. Obviously, that could change. We don't have any confirmation or clarification from the coaching staff because it was only Richard Hightower, the special teams coach, that spoke on this Monday. So, and you know, it's not his job to talk about other positions and the health of the team and those kinds of things. We will talk to Matt Eberflus on Tuesday. So hopefully we will get an update from him on what is going on with Tevin Jenkins and his injury, which looks to be something that potentially could be a long-term injury. So that's what's going on with the offensive line. Yeah, yes, Braxton Jones still playing left tackle and uh, Darnell Wright, the rookie, at the right tackle spot. Now, you know, Lucas Patrick was brought to the Bears to be the starting center of the team because of injuries and ineffectiveness. Last year did not work out for Lucas Patrick, either at at center or at guard. So is this the right move? I don't know. I tend to be a little bit doubtful about Lucas Patrick at this point, just considering the the injury history he's had with the Bears and the fact that he just hasn't been good when he's played. So, yeah, I'm a little bit skeptical about it. 
Um, Doug Kramer still appears to be the number two center. We're seeing Dieter Iceland get a lot of work, too, as the third string, maybe the fourth string center. So that's the way it's lining up right now. Again, Lucas Patrick at center, Cody Whitehair at left guard, Nate Davis right guard, Braxton Jones left tackle, and Darnell Wright is the, the right tackle. So that's what's up with the offensive line right now. Another thing, too, that we got a little bit of an update on. I don't know if update is the right word, but we refreshed the conversation in regards to Jalen Johnson, who is in the fourth year of his rookie contract. He's been a good cornerback for the Bears. He is hoping to get a contract extension. And my colleague and a guy that you read on 670thescore.com, Chris Emma, asked a question to Jalen Johnson and got a very interesting answer. Jalen, you've expressed confidence and hope in the past about – being about getting the contract extension with the Bears and being here long term, do you have optimism that that could happen in the in, you know before the start of the season? We'll see. Is it something? How how what role does it play in your life? Do, are you getting updates from your agent? Do you not? What role does it play in my life? Yeah, I mean, like, shit, in my life. Hopefully, <laughs> 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 a lot of money. <laughs> no, no, no. The negotiation, not the, huh. not the end. Not the uh, I mean, nah. I mean, for me, at the end of the day, like I said in the beginning, I mean, it's it's not about my will. It's about God's will. And whatever the timing is, whether it's now, whether it's in two weeks, two months, six months, um, whatever is for me will come. And I'm confident with that. I have a whole whole lot of faith in that. So, I mean, I'm just – I'm not worried about it. I'm going out and I'm playing uh, my game. Like I said, I'm, I'm trying to get a lot of interceptions this year. So, that's, that's what I'm focused on. The contract will come when it comes. And if it don't, it don't. If it does, it does. Most people out in the world, and myself included, uh, couldn't imagine what it might be like to sit there and go, hey, you know, if a meeting goes well or a couple meetings go well, uh-huh. I might end up with generational wealth. Yeah, 100%. Is that, is, is that something that, that, that you think about? Oh, definitely. I mean, I mean, I love the game, but I mean, I also play the game for for the check as well, too. So, I mean, just something that you grow up knowing, okay, like the biggest thing is getting to that second contract, and that's when you change your family's lives. So, I mean, that's the days I've grinded when I didn't want to grind out the days where I've shed tears that hurt a whole lot. So, I mean, just being able to continue that process and continue to work, continue to go through it, and just looking forward to being blessed with that opportunity wherever it comes and whenever it comes, that doesn't it doesn't change for me. But, I mean, like you said, that's a lot of people's dreams to be able to have a job, to be able to have a situation that they know they have generational wealth and even being able to have an opportunity to grow, grow that wealth from, from that point. I love the honesty from Jalen Johnson right there. I mean, he's saying what every player is saying, mostly privately. Yeah, you're damn right the money means something. Damn right we're playing for money out here. So, you know, it's a chance for Jalen Johnson to be rich and be rich for a lot of years. So I appreciate that. What we don't know at this moment is are there actually talks going on between – Jalen Johnson's representative and Ryan Poles and those who negotiate with the Bears. That that we don't know if that's taken place. We don't know to what level it is. I mean, you heard uh, Jalen Johnson too. You know, one of the things that he said actually was, "Look, I'm going to go out there and I'm working on getting a bunch of interceptions this year, and you know, to drive up his price, perhaps." So it, it indicates to me that that maybe the serious talks have not taken place yet. Um, could be wrong, but that's kind of what I am deriving from that. And Ryan Poles, the Bears general manager, has made it clear that he is not going to share details of potential negotiations 
with us when it comes to those guys. But just something to to consider. He's worth it, by the way. I think you're you're putting together a pretty nice secondary with Jalen Johnson and you know what Tyreek Stevenson has done, and Terrell Smith to a different degree, and you know a lot of guys. You know, strong secondary for the Bears. So I. I personally think it would be the right move for the Bears to extend him and give him give him market value for a number one outside corner in the National Football League. Last topic of discussion here is, you know, DJ Moore was one of the the three guys I think I saw returning punts in practice and it, you know, he has been doing some of that in in practice. So this was nothing new, but there was kind of a line of questioning about it, whether he'd be allowed to do it just because of how important he is as a receiver. And Richard Hightower said, if he, if, if he wasn't allowed to do it, if we didn't have permission to do it, you would not see him practicing out here. Do I think that DJ Moore is going to be returning punts for the bears this year? Probably not, probably not, but guess who still is out there? Valus Jones, Jr continues to be part of the punt return team and those that are um, one of the players that is getting reps during the practices and here is what Richard Hightower again the Bears special teams coordinator what he is saying about Bayless Jones and his confidence he has a competitive streak in him and he wants to make a play and he just got to know when to say when that's all but, but does that shake your confidence a little bit when you when you see him out there and he makes the kind of mistake that you know in a regular season game that could, that could be a biggie. I can tell you how I feel about confidence. It doesn't shake my confidence because from when I was a boy, like five years old, my dad always told me, you got to be confident in who you are as a man. You got to know who you are as a man. And you got to believe in yourself and things you stand on and your principles. And I stand on fundamentals, technique, values um, that we talk about in our room. And I think if you wake up in the morning and you grab your phone, i.e. a player or whatever, and you find out what everybody's saying about you or what you're talking about. I don't I don't live in that world. I stand up, I look in the mirror, I look at myself as a man, I tell my players to look at themselves as a man, believe in themselves, and then go back out and do what you do. You have to be confident to play this game. If you're not, to coach it or play it, if you're not confident and you don't know that you know, you're always learning. But if you don't know that you know, then the people on the other side of the, the, the line they're going to sniff that out and they're going to eat you alive. I don't, we don't lack confidence in that area. I mean, isn't that what's going on right now with Valus Jones Jr.? Is he getting eaten alive right now? Doesn't he look like a guy that other special teams have sniffed out, as Richard Hightower is saying? That's what it looks like to me. I mean, we could talk about his confidence, you know, from talking to Valus Jones Jr. a million times. He is does come across as a confident guy, does not look like a confident punt returner. So, you know, I appreciated what Richard Hightower is saying there about confidence. But to me, that's what he looks like, a guy who's getting eaten alive as a punt returner. So, again, I just think they need to stop with Valus Jones Jr. as a punt returner if they are serious about winning and if they are serious about special teams. And I, I did think it was interesting too, right at the very beginning of that song by Richard Hightower saying, you know, you got to know when to say when. And again, somehow, some way that message has not gotten to Bayless Jones Jr. This goes back to the first preseason game where the first punt that comes to him, he it bounces in front of him and he decides to 
make a bad decision and grab the football and he gets eaten alive on that play. So that's what's up with the special teams and Valus Jones Jr. And we talked to Cairo Santos as well, made that 50-yard field goal. So everything seems to be on track with uh, with Cairo Santos. So that's it for today. Appreciate you guys listening to The Daily Score. As always, for our executive producer, Ray Diaz, I'm Mark Grody, and I will talk to you soon.